episode of Dumb Bitch Binging. Um, I convinced my friend to swap phones when we were playing this fucked up game and now my marriage is over. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> the lunar eclipse that is somehow also involved. <laughs> Who knows? And we watched Nothing to Hide. Girl, how were we feeling? Uh... So this was... I thought it was a very interesting movie, and I actually was like... Like, all of these people are insane. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was kind of on board with it until the end, which... The very me. fucking end. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> such a cop out (laughs) I was so pissed I holy shit so the conceit of this movie uh, these friends are having a a dinner party Um, and then kind of mean spirited right off the bat because none of them trust each other rightfully so as we discover but none of them trust each other so like let's play a game where we all put our phones in the middle of the table and any text or call or anything has to be dealt with right there in front of the whole group. Mm-hmm. Um, so insane premise right there, right off the bat. Um, but you know, it's, it's it's an insane premise, but it's not like an unbelievable one, you know? Like, yeah. I do believe that it happened. So it was like, but. I thought that I thought it was very weird that like. Every single couple at this party is basically involved in it because they think their partners are cheating. Yeah, it's like insane to me. Like, that's the um, only issue that any of the them one have. couple. Thomas and uh, Leia were like, oh no, we don't lock our phones. We trust each other. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, was Leia yeah. wrong there, but um, so I thought I'm trying to figure out like where to start dissecting this. I'm not <laughs> going to go through like, the entire plot because it's again, it is literally just them. Yeah texts and taking phone calls as a group <laughs> I, like I was really loving it like <laughs> no and it's like I, I love drama so it's like this is the kind of thing I would love to see a real life friend group that I'm not directly involved in all. Yeah. exactly I'd love to watch this in real time <laughs> this is so funny too because like half of the time I was kind of sitting there with, in the back of my head like Literally, the only like if I was in the situation, the only thing that would come up on my phone is like sixteen like fucking Twitch alerts from the several like old ladies I follow that just do <laughs> jigsaw puzzles. Um, and, no, like, exactly. that's the thing is like there's complete drama within my yeah. group. The worst that would happen is like somebody sends me a nude. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Like. <laughs> Yeah, like you're not married. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and we're gay, so that, like, that happens. Avoids the whole Ben issue. Um, yeah, I literally feel so bad for Ben, the only <laughs> good, likable person in this group. Yeah. I think, besides, like, him and Leah were like, because yeah, she never had Leah an did nothing wrong. No. She was a little annoying, but <laughs> she wasn't victorious. I thought, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. I'm like, she was a little annoying, but she's like, she seemed nice enough. Yeah. And, like, and she's obviously kind of newer to the group overall. Mm-hmm. Like, they mentioned multiple times that she and Thomas are, like, pretty recently married. I yeah. Ugh. 
But just go through some names real quick because they are dropping them. Yeah. Everywhere, and we'll have to refer to names a lot for things to make sense. So, our hosts of this party are Marie and Vincent, or if you're extremely French, like they are Vincent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and their daughter Charlotte is not really there at all for any of this, but she does kind of play a major part in their storyline. So, I really loved the Charlotte part. I thought it was that was one of the best parts of the whole. Yeah, was that phone call? But we'll get to that later. Um, and we established pretty quickly in the beginning that Charlotte and Marie have a very strange relationship. I didn't think in a bad way, just in a more normal like she's a teenage girl and this is her mother. Yeah. Well, more like this. and in particular this is her mother who is a therapist and has a bad habit of therapizing the people around her yeah she really does <laughs> which would really I'd imagine not be fun as a teenager no because I it really feels like Marie means best in her interactions with Charlotte it's just like she's going about it entirely wrong in a but, very like mother knows best kind of <laughs> I also manner. I definitely fell for that red herring at the beginning yes! which, I thought he was fully cheating and then we find out really quickly that he's like well my client he that he is like a plastic surgeon and he's like well my clients are going to be sending me pictures of their tits and their BBLs <laughs> yeah and it's like oh that makes a lot more sense um so actually, I take back what I said earlier about Ben being like the only good one because Vincent is actually a pretty cool guy the whole time too. Yeah, yeah, he was like very like like I was prepared to hate him like the whole time, but the yeah. worst thing he did was like not super accommodating of- food allergies, <laughs> and because Marco's food allergies are innumerable Same. and exactly. <laughs> um. Then we have. Uh, the next couple that we meet are Marco and Charlotte. That's or, a whole... Their daughter is Margo. I don't know why I said Charlotte is the daughter, because that she's not. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> no, their daughter is Margo. Um, Marco and Charlotte is the next couple we meet. Um, we get the hint right off the bat that they are insane, but it feels at first that it's just like they have young kids. They're stressed out. Yeah, they don't uh, have a lot of time to themselves. Turns, turns out there's a lot more to it than that. But um, there was so much going on with these two. <laughs> yeah, there's. I'd say overall there is the most going on with these two as far as the actual game goes. So, mm-hmm. um, and then we meet Thomas and Leah. Uh, Thomas seemed really annoying at mm-hmm. first, but I did not expect it to go as horribly as it did. Um, but they are clearly very much like the younger couple in the group in their like honeymoon phase kind of thing. Um, which meant at first I was just like, oh, they're going to be annoying but I was not expecting the drama we got from them no they're <laughs> um, and then we have Ben mm-hmm. um, and it lays the groundwork pretty quickly that like he's divorced he hasn't really dated much since then and they're all like excited because they're like oh Ben's going to bring his new girlfriend and then he shows up alone and he's yeah. like, oh, she had the stomach flu. Um, we will get more into that later. But <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of like the yeah. Where do we that. where do we begin? Um, I mean, it it was. I really, really love the movies that are like this, where it's like. It's just kind of one plot throughout. Um, we yeah, just like watch it, 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 it because it 
It's so good. It is so good. It's so So, digestible, too. Like, yeah. Like, even, like, I watched this, like, in the French with the subtitles because the Mm -hmm. dub was not good. No, which is what they do on Netflix was the dub. And I was like, (laughs) um, no. Don't. But even watching it in the French with the subtitles, it was still, like, so easily digestible. It wasn't it's extremely so French, so easy for me at times. Yeah, I, I, I really loved it. I, um, I don't understand the lunar eclipse of it all, um, because I think it was just added as an explanation as to why the ending was the way it was. Um, yeah, and I, and I don't like the it's ending. Something like- why the ending was the way it was, you know, like I don't think it was a good ending. Um, I really, really dislike the ending, but so, like, I get. I mean, it's like typical, like kind of just build up shit for a while. Um, Vincent is very <laughs> is trying very hard to like come up with new original recipes, and they're just god awful monstrosities. <laughs> uh, no, and to be fair, there were parts where people were like, "It tastes better than it looks," or sounds or like. Mm-hmm. It was a fifty-fifty, but you get the uh, idea that he's not the one who usually cooks. So he's trying his damnedest. I I gotta give him that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta he's give trying. him a whole lot. Uh, he's a good dad. Yeah. He's trying his best. He's kind of a. Uh, not a great. Oh, friend, I forgot. But better than the rest of the group. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, so we just start. They're all kind of at the table, eating dinner, telling stories. Charlotte is two bottles of wine deep <laughs> before the appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But then Ben is like, oh, I have a funny story. God, this... I was... He's like, like, this guy had an attack on the bus, passed right out. They were, like, trying to get his heart back beating, and they thought they got him, but it was actually his phone going off. And then it was his mistress texting him and trying to get a hold of him. So his wife became a widow and found out she was being cheated on at the same time. And everybody's like, what the fuck? That wasn't a funny story. And I was like, it, it's kind of funny. But <laughs> I'm like, it's not, but like in this situation. It was yeah. I just think he did not tell it in a way that kind of went to that. <laughs> no, exactly. It also was not related to this other stuff they were talking about. No. He was just like, but I've got a funny story. He and tells like, that oh, okay. and then and then I don't remember who actually came up with the idea for the game. I think it was actually Marie. It was Marie, yeah. And she's like, let's all put our phones in the middle of the table and whatever comes through comes through and everybody will see it. Um, just, again, it's it's so funny. It's like because this is like it's not a group in which it's like we all need to see it, like it could just be like hey everybody let's trade phones with our spouses um because <laughs> again it's like you really no but they're making involved. it a group activity yeah which i think does make it funnier in yeah. some ways but <laughs> so they all put their phones in the middle of the table um it takes a lot of convincing to get marco to um mm-hmm just saying this right here marco sucks i hate him every single fucking like with marco and charlotte both of them it's just like shut up (laughs) no especially because by the end spoiler alert but we find out they're do they're literally just doing the exact same thing to -hmm. each other um but I don't remember what the first thing that comes through is. It's just like some harmless texts yeah. and work calls and stuff at first. Um, Notably, though, um, 
Thomas is a taxi driver and he keeps getting calls from dispatch. Um, and he is the only one that is allowed to not answer his phone because he's technically supposed to always be available. So if he answers the phone, he, he has to go to work. Yeah. So that's the excuse that we're given. And you know what? I would believe it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good excuse. It's a good fucking excuse. <laughs> uh, we He's like, I don't want to ruin the whole night by having to true. leave. Yeah. Yeah. But so the, he pretty early gets the first call from that. And that's where they establish. They're like, fine. If it's your work, you don't need to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. But um, no one else is given that leeway. Um we have to sit through Charlotte being very, very inappropriate with a coworker because she's fucking wasted. No, it, it, and that was honestly funny. I thought, yeah, but I and they're all like question. It was so funny, Marco, which we understand later that he is basically like super suspicious because he's also because he is cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's like. Yeah. They kind of play it off in a way, but we'll get into that later. But she gets a call and her phone says Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Steve Jobs. Like, huh? And it's literally just her IT guy at work. And he's like, hey, I finished working on your computer. I'm going to be out the rest of the weekend. I'm going to leave it at reception. And she's like, okay, have a good holiday. Yeah. <laughs> she's I forgot and that then, it said Steve Jobs. Yeah, and they're like Steve Jobs, and she's like, he's IT. It's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> they were so up in art. Like they were like, you're a freak. And it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, literally I was like, that's funny. I would do that. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> um then Marco pulls Ben aside and is like Hey, we have the same phone. Switch me phones. Mm-hmm. And Ben is Ugh. like, No, that's unethical. Charlotte is my friend too, not just you. He's like, I know we've been friends longer, but it doesn't seem right. And he's like, And why do you even want to do that? And Marco's like, Well, I have this friend, and we play this little game <laughs> where we send each other <laughs> dirty pictures. And Ben is like, that's a fucked up game and I'm not switching folks He's with like, you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, and then this alarm goes off on Ben's phone for him to do jumping jacks and while everybody's distracted by him <laughs> getting up in the middle of dinner to do jumping jacks, Marco switches their phones anyways. Yeah. Because he's a demon. And this dude looks evil, too. I'm just going to say it. Like, the facial expressions he was making at times, I'm like, is he going to kill his wife? (laughs) He's... Ugh. So much about him. And, like, we did skip over a very important email that Charlotte gets. Oh, yes. Charlotte gets an email from a senior living center because Marco's mother is living with them and... Making everybody in the house miserable, basically. Yeah, she's kind of overbearing. Um, like, uh, very. I know best because I'm the I'm your elder kind of. Um. Yeah, and from what we get from his friends when they're like defending Charlotte's decision to look into senior living, she's also straight up like kind of abusive and controlling. Yeah, it sounded like. Like she... They're like, yeah, we were afraid to go to your house when we were kids, Marco, because she hit us. Yeah, which is insane. I can't ever imagine like any of my Wanting friends... to bring her into your house to take care of your kids. No, and even just like... that, it's like, never once have I thought like, like I knew the realities of my living situation, I knew the realities of my friends' living situations. Never once did I think that would happen where like a parent would raise their hand against a child that wasn't theirs. No, most that's the thing too. Like, and that's something where I'm like, because they don't talk about it like crazy seriously, so that could fully be a cultural like a culture, barrier. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on in France. Maybe it's a lot more common to just hit your kid as hit any. <laughs> I kid. don't know. 
but it was just insane to me that he reacted so aggressively to that. He's like, it's like especially because she's like, she doesn't, she's not even saying like that they have to do it, but she's like, I wanted to like look into options because. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, straight up, she's like, because we have not had sex since she moved in with us. Yep. And it's like, yeah, honestly, that's <laughs> like, I w- I'm like, I want to circle back to the whole like hitting your friends when you guys are all kids thing. But like, yeah, <laughs> but also like, that's also a pretty good reason that would absolutely put a huge strain on the marriage. <laughs> Yeah, and it it seems like she just wasn't given a choice in that. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. it seems like he just moved his mom in when she retired. Yeah, um, yeah just another point against Marco. <laughs> no, because, like, Charlotte is extremely messy in her own right, but yep. I'm a lot more sympathetic to her messiness than Marco's. Because she's not really trying to cover it up that much. No. Like, she's all in on this game from the beginning, knowing full well the potential consequences for herself. And to um, be fair, it almost d- didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have yeah, what's in the between things drama? coming in. Well, in between some of the things coming in, we have a lot of, like, asides where they're talking, like, more one-on-one conversations and stuff. And Charlotte Mm -hmm. spills to Marie that Vincent is seeing a different therapist. Yes. Um, Which is a little bit of a drama, but not, it ends up not being, like, huge. They resolve it, like, pretty well. Um, Like, she's not exactly happy with it but it's not like doesn't like blow up like a lot of the other dramas are um so then a text comes to ben's phone which marco is pretending is his Mm -hmm. from somebody named julian and he's like oh it's just my coworker. he's just checking in because we had an argument because the text is just like how are you it's so funny like, and they all are, like, really questioning this. And I'm like, at that point, I would not be questioning it that much. No, I wouldn't either. But it's also just, like, what a shit. Like, it is such a fucking flimsy, like, lie. It's like, yeah, we had an argument. It's like, the text is, how are you? It could just be, like, oh, yeah, I wasn't feeling great It's at basically, work. like, a what's up or what, I, like. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I was complaining, like, my stomach hurt at work no and that too like why did he immediately jump to argument yeah exactly it's like dude but also it's like we know as the audience we know this is ben's phone and that Mm -hmm. he didn't ring his girlfriend i didn't even pick up on that julian is like no a man's name really because i guess because it isn't really in american english as like it's a much more unisex name yeah (laughs) so i I didn't even pick up on that but i was like oh did he deliberately not bring his girlfriend um my thought being at the time that his friends are just kind of insane as we've already seen a little bit at this point and he doesn't want to bring her um until he feels ready to basically um turns out it's a lot more complicated than that and that it is very much a man's name in this context but yeah (laughs) Um, and then to Marco's phone, which everybody thinks has been <laughs> picture comes in from saved as X, which it's like, how stupid can you be? <laughs> Honest to God, be just literally the letter X. <laughs> it is. Uh, thankfully, we don't see it. Really thought they might just fully show it because it's a French movie, and that has yeah. definitely in French movies that I have seen before but they do not show it and it is apparently a woman in a very compromising position (laughs) (laughs) they're literally (laughs) and everybody looks at it and they just kind of like since they think it's Ben's phone and he's like single-ish they're just like 
<laughs> weird, kind of gross, but like good for you. They're like, damn, Ben. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, we got a call, and I've skipped a couple things, I guess. We got a call from Ben's sister about yes. an opportunity that he does not want to take, but that's where we find out that he's been fired mm-hmm. um, from what we know just by the name is like a Catholic school where he was the gym teacher. God, everything uh, that happens to Ben is just... I feel awful for Ben. And he kind of plays it off as he's like, oh, I'm kind of out of shape. That's why I'm like using this app and stuff. Like I can probably get my job back and we'll get into that later because that's mm-hmm. not why he got fired. But No. Yeah. Like, it, it's hard to keep track of the... I didn't write anything down for this movie. Um, and like, quite honestly... We don't really need to talk about it linearly. <laughs> but no. like, yeah. Um, um turns out Julian is a man. He's seeing Ben, uh, Marco in his effort to this is like another thing. It's like, okay, I kind of understand the like answering the phone calls as they come in. Um, there were certain ones where it's like you should allow your friend the privacy to take that off speaker. No, for real. Like, when Marie's dad called in and was like, I got you an appointment with this doctor, I would have been like, okay, well, hey, this is not legal for us to hear. <laughs> Especially when he doesn't know that he's being like... Um, no, and it's like, I guess it is legal because she's not talking to the doc- to the doctor. Yeah. But it's still very personal. It's- yeah, it's like um and as I, it turns out, it is an appointment to get a boob job. Um mm-hmm. also again, notably not from her partner who that is their job. I don't know why that was such a big deal that like she was getting uh plastic surgery from like a different surgeon. He was getting therapy from a Well, first therapist. of all, they like, shouldn't like... have that seems normal and yeah. like ethical. Exactly. It's like, isn't that like severely ethical? Like, that's what you're supposed to do. And I don't. I would think France so. Is, like, again, vastly that? different in that sense. I wouldn't yeah. think so, but. But it was a big deal. Um, yeah, and like, a big deal specifically from the other women there that she was getting a boob job, and I was like, that's. Mm-hmm. Like this movie was a few years ago, but not that long ago. I don't no. understand why that was such a big hang up and their specific hang up with it was like but you're a therapist you're supposed to like love yourself and it's like yeah she can love herself and decide she wants (laughs) yeah yeah like i don't so much of it like like the the (laughs) The internalized misogyny was insane and like the homophobia i was like are you are we serious Right now? <laughs> yeah, and that genuinely surprised me with this being a French film. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and like, I how... guess part of that is just due to like American stereotypes of yeah. France. But shocking. No, uh, um, like, I think the call then they're trying to should have been like given the brevity to be off speaker because this it had nothing to do with Vincent particularly it had nothing to do with any of them it was about Margot and her specific very like pivotal issue <laughs> like no and i i understand it's just part of the game like the it's all calls have to are being taken that way and mm-hmm. Thankfully, he handled it really well and stuff, but it's still just, like, that is so invasive of Margot's privacy. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, once they heard, like, um, so Margot's at a party. Um, she's with her boyfriend, and he wants to go back to his house because his parents aren't home, and he wants to have sex, and she's not sure. And so, like, that call was just her asking for reassurance of, like, what she should do. Um from her dad because again she's yeah. closer with her dad um and he was like listen if you're not comfortable come home 
it's it's right. totally fine like whatever you do like i know he's like smart. i'm not gonna judge you no matter what but if there's a sliver of a doubt then wait mm-hmm. is extremely good advice like yeah it was very it was handled very well um i just i think at that point the rest of the <laughs> friend group should have been like you can take this off speaker because it is no exactly because it's not about it's, them or vincent <laughs> at all exactly it's like his daughter could have been in danger for all they know like no exactly insane to me insane behavior like i'm i am not at the point where i have a 17 year old daughter and i still i feel more mature <laughs> about that situation yeah I I understand it's a movie, but like, still. (laughs) No, fully. We had Um, a lot of other shit going on that we could have. Yeah, while they're uh, taking a selfie in front of the eclipse, uh, again, poor Ben, the only thing he's been trying to do the entire night is get a group picture with all his friends in front of the eclipse. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're using. Leah's phone because I don't even remember why they chose to specifically take her phone and use it instead but oh no because Marco yeah the phones are still switched so he's like no leave your phone here and it's it's nobody thought that was weird (laughs) yeah nobody thought that was weird and also it's like perfect time to switch them back when everybody's getting up exactly like you don't need to have like because Marco asked to switch because he knew that this picture was coming because apparently they do this frequently at a specific time. Right, so now so, that that's passed, it's so weird that he's, like, being insistent on it still. And it's, like... Or he before, just thinks it's exactly. going to be too obvious, but it's, like, while everybody's getting up, it would be an easy time for it to not be obvious. And then all you have to do is put Ben's phone on silent so the... <laughs> Du- the very obvious duck ringtone doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. But anyways, they take Leah's phone and she gets a text from her ex. And Thomas just like blows up. Like has a meltdown about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, And she's like, we're literally just still friends. He's going through this like really difficult situation and he doesn't know who else to call. And then she literally calls him in front of everybody to prove that. Yeah. And it is like just like he's he's now seeing this new girl who's kind of like stringing him along. <laughs> yeah, he's seeing this new girl who just wants to be friends with benefits and he wants more than that. Yeah. And so he calls Leah <laughs> to be like he's like this is hurting me but I do want to fuck <laughs> no exactly he's like I know I shouldn't go over there but I'm gonna go up <laughs> and it's like okay whatever yeah it's like he's literally but it's like, just it, it like, seemed like it just I, like out. there was nothing weird about it to me it's like we don't have any details on why they broke up or anything, but it's genuinely mm-hmm. just like I do not understand why and this is a hang, this is a thing we can relate to in American culture, but it's like there's such a weird hang up with being friends with your exes and it's yeah. like if it was an amical breakup, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, it's like <laughs> it's, it's this weird like I just I don't understand. Like it's if like they not... broke Exactly. I, I think part of it is just Projection like, on Thomas's part. <laughs> well, projection on Thomas's part, and also just a weird thing with like straight culture. Yeah, where it's like they have such a weird hangup about like independently being friends with the opposite sex, especially if it's like an ex's situation. But it's just like yeah, <laughs> everybody needs to get over their weird hangs hangups with that and realize that people can like. Be still friends. be friends after breaking up and it yeah especially if it's again like a completely mutual breakup it's just like some people just realize that they just work better as just friends yeah it's and, and then, in that case they're not going to start dating again no and it's it's always like 
in those situations, they ended up in a relationship because these weird hangups on gender and friendship. It's like you have a very close friendship with someone of the opposite sex, and you've been conditioned to believe that you can't do that without wanting to fuck. So you enter this no, exactly. That like, it's really ugh. France is. I I thought it would be like, I don't know. Again, it's just like American stereotypes of France. I thought they would have <laughs> <laughs> been cooler about a whole lot of shit. <laughs> romantic in the romantics uh, sector but I guess not <laughs> I guess but, aside from interracial relationships I'm assuming they're a lot less accepting of that <laughs> given the whole of France no yeah and they're just also like some of the hangups seem to just be in this specific friend group yeah this friend group but and also to be fair with with the Ben situation as it progresses, um, I think half of the people's reaction is more specifically because it's Marco. Mm-hmm. Thomas is the only one who actually seems like deeply uncomfortable with homosexuality. Yeah. But like so then um they kind of get past that situation with Leah's ex. That's kind of when we get the phone call with Margo, which again handled remarkably well by Vincent. Like mm-hmm. he's an extremely good dad. Yeah. But um then Julian starts sending more texts, being like, Why aren't you answering me? Um is it because you're unsure of your sexuality? Mm-hmm. And all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> everybody still thinks it's Marco's phone. Ben does try to speak up at this point to explain the situation, but and I guess I'll kind of give Marco props here. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, I'll take the fall for it. Like, which is insane to me. Yeah. Because again, other than Thomas, most of the bad reaction that's going on, like from Charlotte and stuff, is specifically because it's her husband. It appears that Marco has cheated on her with another man who she thinks is his co-worker. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a very specific situation that is making that is giving most of the adverse reaction versus just Thomas being like um I'm gonna say a story. You mean I've been friends with a fag my whole life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And I really, at this point, it's like, because the subtitles, they had the slur in there, and I would, mm-hmm. I'm dying to know if that's what was said in um, French. Because I like, would assume it's slightly, I would assume it's their equivalent of the slur, because I know, I would assume, just because of their proximity geographically and culturally to England, I would assume that still means cigarette there, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. But I would love to know if, like, because I I know that there are, like, a lot of examples of, like, (laughs) English subtitles not exactly correctly depicting what was said in other languages. Um, Notably, very, very notably, uh, is the Mean Girls (laughs) example where they had those two. Oh, fuck. What were they? were, like, the very side characters that were being groomed by the gym teacher. The Vietnamese girls, I think. Yeah, the Vietnamese girls. They were speaking Vietnamese, and the subtitles had the N-word in them, and that is not at all what they said. (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) like, it could just be like Netflix is taking some liberties. (laughs) No, yeah, because I have watched Mean Girls a lot, but I had not seen those Netflix subtitles for that, and you know, I, I know, like, know the actual like translation Netflix... is they're, like, calling each other whores, basically. Yeah. Just like everybody else in that scene in Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. So, like... I know but... there's, like, a... I forget which one. Again, it's been a while since I've even seen Mean Girls, but, like, or saw anybody discussing that. I think it was the... I think it was a Cheyenne Lynn video on YouTube where she mm-hmm. was, like, talking about something in relation to translation errors or something like that. Uh, gotcha. It could just no, be No, but like... I would assume this was 
this is more accurately translated because this is one of the ones where it has been like localized as like a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. And from what I can tell, they tend to like do a better job with that, if that makes sense. Like, okay. Um, and also just given the everything of the scenes surrounding that, it's like, I have no question that whether that's like the exact phrasing or whatever in French, it's like, that is absolutely the, that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, by everyone's reaction, you can tell he's being homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> and again, slight, like, hate to give it to him, but Marco really stands up about it, kind of. Um, again, still pretending like it's him, but he's like, oh, so you hate me now because of this one thing. Yeah, he's, like, really, like, going hard for it. I, again, I don't want to give props to Marco. <laughs> no, but I have to a little bit because, and it is, like, he and Ben, they say, have been friends for, like, 40 years or something, like, mm-hmm. literally since, they like, kindergarten. So it's, like, He's a terrible person in a lot of aspects, but he's at least genuinely trying to be like Supportive. a good friend. <laughs> <Good question. laughs> Horrible husband, but a very good friend, I guess. But and Vincent also stands up for him. Marie says some weird shit about like there's usually previous signs and stuff. Girl, like, for real. I was it's like, like, how are you a therapist and at this, even in this point at 2018, and you're like thinking there has to have been like wearing dresses and stuff as a yeah. child. <laughs> Insane. But just everything she says where she's trying to therapist them is like, where the fuck did you get your degree? <laughs> Freud school. Yeah, exactly. She's like, obviously, you. I'm surprised she's just like you guys aren't having sex because he's there with because his mom's there. No, and she didn't say that, but she kind of implied it. Mm. It was weird, but um, then so they kind of have that big fight. Then everything truly blows up because Thomas gets a text from the dispatcher, and she's like, "Hey, it's an emergency. You need to call." Took a pregnancy test in. Oh wait, no, no, no! <laughs> it he gets a call from the jewelers first. Yes. Okay. I yes, he gets a call from the jewelers, and the jeweler is like, "Did she like the necklace?" And she's wearing it, and she's like, "I love it." And he's like, "She loves it." And then the jeweler, and he's like, "I gotta go." And the jeweler's like, "Well, did she like the matching earrings?" Mm-hmm. And he's like. I gotta go. <laughs> and she's like, um, my ears aren't pierced. Yeah. And he's like, that's why I didn't give them to you. And she's like, no, you bought earrings for somebody and it, I don't have pierced ears, so I know it wasn't me. And mm-hmm. then she's, she's like, is it your <laughs> dispatcher? And he's like, what? That's crazy. And then the dispatcher calls and she answers in the dispatcher me i don't even know if she's actually the dispatcher but i assume she is i think so because leah has like implied to have met her and everything so it's like but she's like on the other line she's on the line and she's like i took the pregnancy test and it's positive like please like call me like talk to me Mm -hmm. nobody says anything they hang up on her but (laughs) Yeah, Leah. Um, and we established earlier on that Leah and Thomas have been trying for a baby, so yeah, <laughs> this is like a double whammy for Leah. It feels um, so bad. <laughs> she she's literally she does did nothing. not deserve this at all. It's <laughs> awful. And then, so Leah is like in the bathroom throwing up because this is like horrible news, and Charlotte is like supporting her. Then Marie, this was. Like insane, insane, shocking. Yes, walks Herbal. back to Thomas in the other room, takes her earrings off and hands them to him and slaps him. So, so Marie has been sleeping with Thomas as well. Holy, which shit. means Thomas has been with three women and Marie 
who was the one being like, Vincent, why are you suspicious? Is actually the one who's been cheating. Yep. And Vincent has done nothing wrong. (laughs) Um, Insane. And I just, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then, then, like, we kind of just. This really, really really good. Well, no, I thought it was actually really good. Yeah acting and cinematography moment where she walks back into the kitchen and pours herself a bottle of wine a glass of wine (laughs) pours herself a glass of wine and you can clearly see that Vincent realizes her earrings are gone after they all just heard this yep conversation and just decides not to say anything and it was so poignant like yeah. One of the best moments just in terms of like the acting and everything. Like this is like I just have to give a prop give props to like everybody involved in that specific scene on every level just because it was like such a good unspoken moment. Mm-hmm. Um and then in the midst of all of this, Ben is like, well, Charlotte gets a message from the person that she's been sending dirty pictures to and from. Yeah. So again, Charlotte and Marco are doing exactly the same thing. And Ben is like, also, we switched phones. Yep. That's my boyfriend. That's why I got fired from my Catholic school. And everybody's like, Oh god, except Thomas, who is still like, I'm gonna say a slur. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, um, be preoccupied with your own fucking issues for once. And then in a very touching moment for me to again be like, Leah did nothing wrong. She's like leaving and she's like, Ben, you were right to hide it from these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, protect him. And then she leaves. Not before handing Thomas his phone back that she took in the bathroom with her. Um, and yeah saying told his mom that he's gonna be dead yep fucking phenomenal exactly i'm like legend Mm -hmm. so and then everyone's like the night's dissolving um insane weird like shot of him like going down this spiral staircase i fucking hate this sequence okay can i just like relay this yeah <laughs> like so it's all... charlotte and demarco are have like charlotte and marco are having a moment on the balcony where she's like so you switch phones with ben so you're not a slur <laughs> but you are still cheating on me and he's like yeah and she's like we're doing the same thing aren't we and he's like yeah and so they start making out and i'm like okay whatever it seems fitting for this couple you know like they're no and it's 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 the it's like the um do you like pina coladas <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're like and in it, this song they both took out like, an ad in the paper yeah. and it was just for each other it feels very that like and i know so, they both were actively <laughs> yeah cheating and like i i kind of said earlier like they're sort of cheating because they it, they both are like very much like it, it, it's virtual only, and I'm like, that's still cheating, that's but still I understand cheating, yeah. the distinction. Um, but, but um, they realize they're doing the, the same thing, and then they just start making it out. And then we pan up to the eclipse, and it it's fully an eclipse now, um, a moon, whatever. Uh, and then we cut to Thomas running down the stairs to catch Leah because, as we've established, um, when they were coming up, this elevator's slow as fuck. And the their f- apartment is like on a very high up floor, so they're yeah. like, "We'll see which one's faster." So she's in the elevator, um, and he's running to go meet her. And then we see the eclipse, uh, and the elevator door opens, and and he's like, <laughs> "I told you I'd win on the way down." And then they just start making out. And I was like, I at this point I was upset. I was like, really no, caught off just... guard, but I was still willing yeah. to like buy it if that makes any sense i was just like girl he, you he has revealed so much shit right now <laughs> no exactly but i was still like you In know one elevator people are crazy 
<laughs> yeah. But no, as as it turns out, somehow, like, mm-hmm. it was just the stupid. It, it, I've never liked this ending structure in anything ever, but it's essentially the trope of like it was all a dream, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Aren't you glad we didn't play that stupid game?" Um. Mm-hmm. So none of what we saw the entire movie actually happened and it pissed me off so much because it's like all of the issues that they were like resolving and dealing with even though it was really messy and stuff but it's like all of the issues exactly (laughs) that were being aired out for better or for worse but ultimately for the better are still going on they're unresolved and then there's like this stupid line from vincent where he's like in a romantic partnership as well as with friends, sometimes secrets should be secret. And it's like, huh? Yeah, it's like, okay, a lot of this stuff didn't need to be revealed in front of each other. Um, But but it's all going to come to light eventually, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, the major stuff is going to come to light because, like, we still see the dispatcher text in Thomas that she's pregnant. Exactly. It's so, like... Like, Ben is hiding things still for now. Um, but just so much. It, it's so irritating because, like, all of this is going to come to light, anyways, on some level sooner or later. And, like, the longer it sits, the worse it's going to be the, the long term. So it was such yeah. an upsetting. <laughs> no, and it was so annoying, too, because it's like, especially for Charlotte and Marco, it's going to get so much worse the longer it festers. Yeah, because one of them is going to like actually meet the person they're cheating with at some point. And mm-hmm. the issues with his mother are going to keep going on and on. And they have kids. And the longer this goes on, like the kids are just going to get older. And apparently and Marie is also sleeping with Thomas. So like... Mm-hmm. Exactly! How's that? Oh, it's just it's Dude, insane. My first immediate thought was Margot. Like, like with this retcon, did he even answer her call? Well, with some of the stuff we see going on, it feels like the night ended sooner without yeah, them playing no, the this end, game. So I don't think she has sooner, called but... yet, because we see some texts that were, like, early on in the night during the game. Early on-ish, at least, like coming through as they're all leaving, but it's just it's so weird. I was so I was like I was like, wait. <laughs> I hated that ending so it much. It was so bad. Just outside. And it was really upsetting because cheap. everything else, this was a real exactly. Outside exactly. of the ending, this was a really, really good movie. It was movie. so good. I was like So why so did they do that? Thrilled with this entire movie and then that ending. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Um, I did find out that this is actually an adaptation of an Italian film. Um, and then there are several other oh. movies made in countries adapting that. Um, and I kind of <laughs> want to know if the ending is the same in uh, Perfect Strangers. <laughs> this is also the only one that I hold on. Let me. Yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to know. So there's a there's a Spanish remake, one remade in South Korea, one in Russia, and then there's <laughs> apparently um uh in a very loosely based one uh in India <laughs> which I would love to know what that is, but there were all the remakes were made around this same time period, and they're they're all keeping the same name except for this one and Loud Connection, which is the Russian one. And the Russian one seems to be leaning a lot more into comedy. But I either and way, the Russian one has a sequel. <laughs> the Russian one has a sequel. Oh my god! I'm like also I'm apparently very... the Arabic uh-huh. remake of it is also on Netflix. 
Really? So I might have to look for that. I'd like to see how it's different. That'd be so interesting. But yeah. And apparently, at least see. the Italian one too has the same kind of ending where it was all a hypothetical. Okay. Which, with it saying it was all a hypothetical, I'm kind of like, so is any of this stuff actually going on in their lives, or is it supposed to be like a like, thought experiment? Yeah. Like, this all could happen if you do something like this? Because there are like anti privacy discussions throughout it and stuff mm-hmm. or like pro privacy like talking about how phones and this game particularly are like infringing on that and it's I did find that interesting throughout it but the ending felt so cheap and yeah. we still have we know for a fact with the ending that it's like maybe some of the other issues were like quote-unquote like hypothetical but it's like we do know for a fact that thomas still got the dispatcher pregnant yep so like and ben is still with and ben is with is julian still, yeah he's hiding his <laughs> yeah, <laughs> need exactly. a sequel that's unrelated to the rest of the group and it's just ben getting his halfway ever after because no for real he really deserves it he was just like he was trying so hard to just like have a nice dinner with his friends and they were shitty people the entire time. Yeah. Um but I get like it was such a good film except for that ending. I was gonna I, say turn like just I, final thoughts. Ending was horrible, but the rest of the movie is really, so really good. Fucking good. Like the writing, the acting, there was a lot of like really not like groundbreaking or anything, but like mm-hmm. the cinematography was good. Like, I, it was a very good and very well made movie. And then the ending was just stupid. It was so bad. But if you literally, I'm like, watch this movie and then. When Thomas starts running down the stairs, just stop. Yeah. And let that be the end of the movie. Because <laughs> whatever ending you imagine in your head, better. Better. Than what we got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it, it's, overall, it's so again, the ending throughout. horrible, but the rest of the movie really, really, really good. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I, I didn't know what to expect going in, but regardless of like anything, any expectations or anything I had, it was just really good, and I think definitely better than I was like preparing myself for. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect. I, I honest to God, I saw this. It was. It came up on my um, recommended on Netflix, and I immediately intrigued. Um, I honest to God, yeah. um, because uh, when my Netflix got hacked and my my um, viewer profile got deleted, uh, I had to start from scratch. And the only thing I've really been watching is Naruto, um, and all of the horror movies that we watch <laughs> for the podcast. Yeah. So. I was expecting a thriller at the very least, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was just just a straight a up good, drama, solid film. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I it, I thought it, it was really good. So yeah, I think that's kind of where <laughs> we're gonna leave it. Is it's very good. Absolutely, watch it or like any of the other adaptations. Um, watch the original, whatever, because it's a solid, tight story. I genuinely love it. Um, yeah I'm also gonna say (laughs) not really related to this movie specifically but like we specifically picked this one after watching Little Joe a few weeks ago because we're like Mm -hmm. we should be watching more non-American things and I will say this has definitely convinced me to like continue that trend some because while Little Joe was insanely frustrating and 
in some part, we think due to cultural differences, this, there were some noticeable cultural differences, but it was just incredible. Like, Yeah. Um, little joke. I'd like to look into some like writing <laughs> big cult classic foreign films. Yeah. Oh my God. We should watch house. Oh, I, I don't know yeah. what it's on. I don't think it's on any streaming service, but I want to watch it so bad. Uh, or, oh, what's the, the vampire one? A uh, Girl Walks Home Alone or something? There's A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which is mm-hmm. big vampire one from Iran, I think. I think so, yeah. And then there's also <laughs> the original Let the Right One In from Sweden, yeah. which I would also oh really like to watch, but... Oh, so I guess anyways, um, if you have any suggestions, uh, you can tweet them at us. Uh, we're at Dumb Bitch Binge. Um, again, tweet out any suggestions. Love at this point. So excited. Um, Little Joe was a kind of sour note to start this off on, but at this point, I am ready <laughs> and willing. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, no, it doesn't absolutely doesn't have to be horror or anything. No, like, any suggestions you have, send them our way. Um, but. We tweet out any time an episode goes live, which is as close to Friday as we can make it. I think that's our general schedule at this point now. It's like, we're trying Friday, um, but it'll come out around then. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's usually Fridays, but every once in a while, it just doesn't happen. We have busy lives outside of this. We do not get paid to make this, as we've reiterated. But... Join us for our next episode. We'll be talking about Scream Queens Season 2. <laughs> Very excited to be, uh, unfortunately, finishing that series here. Um, <laughs> Ry Murphy's <laughs> Peace de Resistance. <laughs> exactly. Um, so join us for that. All that being said, thank you for listening. This has been Dumb Bitch Binging.